I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. <laughs> Another beautiful day on the Victor Bravo Golf Course. The sun is shining, the birds are about, and there's a sudden pause in the crowd. Michael Michelson steps up to the tee box. 15th hole here, driver's recommended. <laughs> oh, is he a caveman? Because he suddenly clubbed that one. What do you reckon, George? <laughs> G'day and welcome. This is Golf. Andrew Daddo is my name. Nice to have you with me. Um, we're talking about getting back to golf today and two different stories. So one is a business who fly from Melbourne and to Tasmania, to Barnvoogle and King Island um, for golfers. And they just haven't been able to do it either regularly or in a stable sort of way for the last two years. The other story is a, he's actually a mate of mine called Simon, and he is coming back to golf. So he's had some time away. So I wondered why he left and what his expectations are when he comes back. So two very different stories about getting back to golf. One's a business, and they will come back eventually. Uh, You wait and see. And the other is a more personal story. So let's start with the business. This is John Perrett. He is uh, the golf manager for Air Adventures. And they fly, as I say, from Melbourne to Barnboogle and to King Island. It's genuine fantasy golf stuff. uh, And I've been lucky enough to do it. I guess the best place to start is what is the access and where is the access for Tasmania at the moment? Queensland, South Australia, um, WA can get in there now, but Melbourne's the main entrance point for Tassie, and so Melbourne and New South Wales are closed at the moment. But So they're both pretty quiet at the moment, but we're hoping start of December we can start to get everyone back down there. So what's happened for you for the last two years? It's been an absolute roller coaster. It, um, I think it started last January when we got an email from a Chinese client that was booked in to come in March saying that um, they don't think they'll be able to come now because of this virus and that was literally the first I'd heard of this virus and wasn't sure whether he was just trying to get out of the trip or not but <laughs> looked into it and it was real and um, probably initially um, we we probably benefited in the first month or so because international trips were being cancelled and people were rescheduling to Tassie trips and then it all uh, Mid March, it all started to go downhill pretty quickly when 
uh, first um, Australia closed the borders internationally and we had a few trips there cancelled and then within a week or so Tasmania um, closed the borders to the rest of the country as well and all of a sudden um, every trip that we had booked through um, through at that point from the back end of March through to the end of golf season, end of May, we had to um, reschedule and we had our King Island Pro-Am scheduled for May as well. Um, so we, we had to um, kick into gear and rescheduling about 800 golfers. Um, thankfully, everyone was everyone's still super keen to get down there, so everyone was happy to work on a new date. But turned out that um, Tassie borders were closed until 1st of December. So um, we had a bit of a roller coaster during so, that so, point. So how does um, the, how does it work? I, is is it a simple? I'm guessing it's not a simple matter of rescheduling because. You've got those 800 golfers that you have to reschedule into a timetable that I'm guessing already has people in it. Yeah, exactly. And there's only um, so much golf you can actually play. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. So um, we already had a limited availability um, in the back half of the year. And again, now we're going through it again now. And um, we've been booked out till sort of the end of, end of May for a, a while, a large part. Um, so trying to squeeze reschedules into an already uh, busy schedule means that it's, ta- been, it's taken three or four times to find the perfect itinerary and to replicate the itinerary uh, based on availability. So we've had we've had the bit of the double whammy that um, our business has never been so good because everyone's desperate to travel on the other side of lockdown. So future bookings have been through the roof. Um, and I suppose international people haven't had the confidence. So Tassie's an easy option and it's, probably, and it's, in my opinion, and a lot of the golfers that are booking the best golfing destination in Australia. So um, the demand's been through the roof um, and then you couple that with reschedules and yeah, literally struggle to find a room early next year um, at either Barnboogle or King Island. But we seem to find a way. We, we The beauty of um, being in the game and, being Tassie exclusive is that we pretty much know every date that's got rooms available um, right. and we generally find a way of keeping amazed that we keep finding a way but we've yeah we've had to ironically after having our aircraft sit um, dormant for 261 days on a runway last year not being able to fly and then again we haven't been able to really fly since May we've we've had to go and um secure another aircraft just so we've got stock to sell and so that we can get people down there. How, how, have, you, how have you managed in a, in a business slash personal sense with, like I know you get, you've got the future bookings, so you've got the money from the future bookings, but how does the business survive with only on the future, not current turnover? So it must, has it been hell? <laughs> yeah, it's been, um, yeah, John Dyer, our, our owner and managing director, he's um, had a lot of stress on that side. Cash flows um, yeah. been terrible, obviously, and you know, we we sort of treat people's funds in trust as well, so we don't release it back into the business until the trip's gone ahead. So, cash flow wise, there's um, been loans loans taken out and um, business working working in deficit as such. Um, so we still got we've actually increased staff during this period because. Um, there's been more bookings and therefore more itineraries, and then the reschedules again. It's another, we've, you know, just bet- just between trips from September to December, we've got a hundred 
trips to reschedule, which is a hundred itineraries that we're doing for sort of no further payment as well. It's just right. part of the original booking. So, um, look, we've had um, we've been able to um, retain pretty much at a hundred percent strike rate. Uh, for everyone's been really super keen. Let's work on finding a new date. So um, we haven't. Those that have booked, we've they're still going to get down to Tassie. It's just at a later date. And so, what's the? I mean, look, I'm I'm glad it's going to work out for you because it, you know, this, what you're providing is it's pretty fantastic. What's the attraction of Tasmania in your mind? Um, well, to start with, there's. Four amazing golf courses, um, you know, King Island and Barnburgle. Barnburgle put Tassie Golf on the map. Um, Richard Sattler and, and his partners went and decided to put a golf course in the middle of nowhere and, and um, with the sort of assumption that if, if you build something great, yeah, people will come. They will come, yeah. And then... He's pretty amazing, isn't he? Like, And it's not just the golf. It's the food and the wine and the ecom and... Yeah, Richard's a... He's a hospital. He's a potato farmer as well, but he's um, been in the pub game, so he really understands the hospitality side. And he's pretty much built a golfer's paradise down there, just sort of based on what he knows um, golfers love, which is you know great golf and hospitality and um, cold beer. But um, I think on the on the back of Barn Bugle's success, King Island then came about. If Barn Bugle wasn't successful, you wouldn't have Kate Wickham or Ocean Dunes now, and that's even more remote. That's in the middle of Bass Strait. Um, and if they were, if the courses were number two hundred ranked in the in the country or even the world, people probably wouldn't go. But um, Kate Wickham, number twenty four in the world, um, people are going to go. So um, you've played it. It's it's epic. It's amazing. Um, you see the photos and. You get sometimes you see courses, the photos, and you get there, and it's the photo is actually the best thing that you'll see all day. Um, you don't actually see it all day on on the ground, but Kate Wickham, you could take photos at you know, all, you know every every all the way down the fairway um, yeah. on every hole. Yeah, no, it's pretty amazing. Did the how are the courses given? I mean. People are still playing golf. It's just Tasmanians are playing golf, not mainlanders. How are the courses? Just I suppose they're like the courses in Melbourne, are they? Just mint. Yeah, I was speaking to John Geary at Kate Wickham the other day and he said they've never been, there's never been in better condition. So the staff, is, the staff of ground staff have still been working through and, um, yeah, the course is mint and waiting for, waiting for golfers. And um, Barn Bugle's got a bit more local traffic, given that they're close to Launceston um, and within range of Hobart. Um, there is uh, mainland Tassie golfers flying across to King Island, but yeah, it is limited compared to um, peak times. Okay, so what's uh, the what's the plan now? What's how's it looking? When is it? Do do you have any idea when Tassie opens up? Yeah, so Tassie have come out and said that they're gonna. They plan to open um, to the rest of the country, or mostly meaning Victoria and New South Wales, given that that's where the restrictions are now. They'll open up when they hit 90% vaccination for Tasmanians. Um, So that's on track for 1 December. So we're hoping that all December trips can go ahead um, and then, yeah, definitely for 2022, um, 
by Christmas we should be all clear and hopefully that um, all the restrictions are behind us and um, all the language from Canberra is that they want everything opened up. So um, there's obviously going to be restrictions in place. You'll need to be double-vaxxed to be able to fly down to Tassie and then we're yet to see what the exact rules are, but there may be a COVID test within 72 hours that you need to obtain as well. But um, I think Tasmania will release their blueprint in the next few weeks, but their initial guidance is that they'll open up when they hit 90%. Okay, and so that COVID test would be 72 hours before you go, before you get on board the plane? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, the details of that um, hasn't been released yet. There's, um, yeah, we, we speak to Tassie Tourism regularly, but, um, yeah, what we see in the media is um, is pretty consistent with what we're hearing. Okay, and you're in Melbourne, so you've been locked out of your golf courses for pretty much the year, haven't you? Yeah, it's on, off, on, off. But, yeah, this I think it's been 10, 10 weeks now since um, we, this current lockdown. But, yeah, golf golf came back last week in Melbourne, um, only playing in twos, um, initially without toilets as well. But, um Thankfully, toilets are back. <laughs> so so on, does, that mean, does, does a tree qualify as a toilet? Or yeah, it's um, bizarre. Like, there's still not no competitions allowed. Apparently, competitions are dangerous for health. I don't know how putting so, something on a so, scorecard is, but look, I, I know how I feel about that. Um, how how to, what's the general feeling about amongst Melbourne golfers about that? Well, I think initially everyone's just happy to be back playing, and then. Um, and then I suppose as as that as you go on, there's obviously the frustrations with the inconsistencies, and you know everyone we love, love to play as a four, and and we can still only play within 15 kilometres of a house as well, so you're limited to the golf courses. So my home club's Moona Links, and I'm in Mount Eliza, so that's that's too far Just for me to, to travel. So mornings and golf clubs sort of the only option I have at the moment, and their tee times are. Are booked out just about completely. So it's it's been good for golf in that it's one of, been one of the only things that people can do. So it's in demand, and there's the tea times are booked up from seven o'clock in the morning to four o'clock everywhere. So looking forward to being able to go back and play where you want, when you want, and who you want to play with. Yeah, it's a <laughs> you know two years ago you would never have had that never even thought of that conversation. You know, you'd be whinging about having getting the wrong person jump into your group. Now it's like, oh, well, whoever. Yeah, exactly. um, all right, John. Well, listen, I'm glad it's coming back for you. And um, and really the, the Air Adventure trip is, you know, it's pretty spectacular. So good luck and thanks for your time and, and giving us an update. Uh, good man. Thanks, Andrew. Good to chat. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. All right, so Simon, welcome back to the game of golf. How long have you been absent? Uh, I think it's probably been about eight years, Andrew, since I've played, played in a competition. I've played a little bit of, you know, kind of social golf and corporate golf, but not a, not Christmas, a competition. A bit of Christmas golf. A bit of Christmas golf. So eight years away from the game, well, so where did you go and why did you leave? I, um, I didn't go anywhere. I just I stopped playing because I think the, you know, golf's quite a big commitment, as you would know. Uh, just with a younger family, it became a bit much with sport and so forth. And I think uh, I, think I started getting having 20 odd points on the front nine and about 10 on the back nine when I could see the girls playing soccer over on the field and I was up so that was probably kind of the kind of got to me then I thought it was a bit much I might uh, have a break for a while so it was the guilt yes a little bit of guilt um what about the getting away like you know so it's just one of those standard male things you go man let's get away from the family and get out there and have a few beers and did did you miss that or did you replace that with something else I don't think you, yeah. I don't think you replaced it. I kind of ran around with kids' sport for a few years, um, but I kind of was working really hard as well. So, look, I wasn't just a guilt. I think I was just exhausted. And and uh, I'm in a, a group called the Insomniacs down at Manly Golf Course, and they first first tee off. So I was, you know, you're up early, you're home often home late from a Friday at work. So there was there was other things there as well. Yeah, and so the Insomniacs that was with your dad too, wasn't it? It was right. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, what sort of a golfer were you when you gave it away? Um, well, you've seen me play. You and I have lost a four ball together um, with someone we should have never have lost dr- to. Drunk. Uh, they, the, they poisoned our drinks. They did. They did. Um, never great. I, I finished rugby and was looking for the next kind of. I've always played golf socially, but I've never played you know properly in competitions. I was looking for the next the next next test and. Uh, so after rugby, yeah, golf, and probably when I left it, I was off about fourteen or fifteen. So, but a bit of a bit of a wild, so wild when you, golfer. Okay, so when you played rugby, um, you were a professional rugby player. Yeah, in the UK, right? Yep. Okay. So, were you able to take that experience of being good, like good, you know, paid to play, not yep. expecting you to be paid to play to to golf, but did you take the same mindset from rugby to golf? <laughs> if you know, if you know, what yeah, I, mean. I know what you mean. Um, yeah, probably took it a bit too seriously at times. You know, always a bit competitive, I guess, without really having the ability. Um, it's a dangerous, dangerous mix. But yeah, no, I, I, I really enjoyed the competition of it and the challenge. And as you know, with golf, you know, no, no two holes are the same. It can change very quickly on a dime, and I, I enjoyed that. And uh, but yeah, no, I really, really, really enjoyed it, and was you know, really wanted to do well, but. Just hard to to do that when you're trying to raise a family as well. Okay, so what brought you back? How did you? How did you? Because I mean, I, and I'll just put I'll put you in the picture that that I got a text from Simon, you know, a couple of weeks ago, going, "I've just re-signed as a seven-day member," and you know, like I know your kids are older, but you still got one younger, you know, yep, sort of mid-teen, yep, still playing sports. I'm guessing. So, what was it that brought you back to the to the game? Um, I. Th- I um I've been thinking about it for a little bit, uh, and to be honest, my my dad actually passed away recently, as you know, and um, he loved his golf, and 
I've had a bad back and I've been kind of waiting for it to well, trying to get it better and I kind of worked out, you know, he kind of looked at me and said, well, what are you waiting for? You know, you're probably, to be really fair, it's probably not going to get better. So Who said that? Dad. Um, and, you know, he's, all his mates are still down there. They all still play as insomniacs. So I was, I was walking back with open arms and, yeah, I just so felt you, it was time. So you've gone back to your dad's group? I have, yep. <laughs> uh, but it's a little bit different to when I last played, mate. There's... There's no cards, there's, you can't touch the flag and you score on your iPhone, which is a whole new concept for me and they're kind of scattered a little bit all over the place at the moment um, with the way COVID has been, but it's all, it's all changing back, hopefully back to, back to normal. So, so how important was your... So when your dad said, you know, what are you doing, was that, um, now with all due respect, was that a deathbed sort of um, Yeah, no, he was discussion. like, well, you know, you, you basically said, well, you know, why don't you just, you know get out there it sounds like you really want to play and what are you waiting for so um yeah so back played my first game last saturday and back into it right so let's just talk about the um the, <laughs> the it, now we, so were you nervous were you excited like i know nervous i was terrified <laughs> I, <laughs> I had it been a long time and you know everything's a little bit more formal now with covid you've got to you know, be there and onto the tea, and yeah, you know, it's all very no different. Warm up, fifteen minutes. Trying to before. download an app for school and all those kind of things. It's all a little bit different, but yeah, no, I was I was nervous. Yeah. So, what did you think about the changes? Well, hang on, before you did that, what did you do the night before? Did you did I, you put your clothes out in a? Did you make a doll of yourself on the bed and go? I'm going to wear this shirt with these pants. I, I'm going to try. <laughs> I actually did. It's a bit sad. <laughs> I got my I got my clubs out and gave him a clean. Got some new balls. Put a little mark on it. Um, yeah, got all organised, got my, my gear I was going to wear. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty exciting. <laughs> and what time did you hit off? Uh, just after eight o'clock it was. Okay. Um, so, yeah, but I had to be, I was up early because with the new new system down there, you've got to be up early to book for the next week. So, um, made a bit of time to think about it. Probably right. too much time. Oh, so you got down to the club really early? No, I didn't get down there early. I oh, just Is that hung, online? Yeah, it's all online now. Right. But it's it's kind of, I think it's kind of in the, in the in the moment of changing back to to something similar to how it was with, you know, you've got your all you know four balls and who's vaxxed and all those kind of issues yeah. that, that the poor golf clubs are trying to deal with at the moment. So how did you how how busy how hard is it to get a game at Manly then? So Manly, if you don't know, Manly's on the northern beaches of Sydney. It's a private club. It's a really good course, um, well run, well managed, good pro Phil Baird, who we've had on this podcast before. How hard is it to get a game? Um, in COVID. Yeah, it's challenging. And then, you know, we've had certain peoples within restrictions and getting out of their LGAs and things like that. So some people have probably found it more difficult than others. But yeah, it's it's hasn't been easy. And the club's done a really good job, I think, of trying to be fair and reasonable for everybody and get everyone a game. And has the course changed in the eight years that you've been away? It has. It's it's a lot of trees and shrubs <laughs> have grown, which I found out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. No, it's funny how some things never change. I always seem to cover a lot of ground in golf when I was playing last time and yeah, that hasn't changed. Right. So you mean a little bit oh, erratic. Oh, okay. A lot of sideways ground on that. A little bit. Okay. Yeah. No worries. And how did you play? I played all right. I had, well, I on. On. how did you feel about what you wore? Did you turn up and go, did anyone go snappy dress to Simon? No, no, I was <laughs> pretty, uh, I'm pretty, unlike you, Andrew, I'm very understated <laughs> no, in no. my dress. <laughs> so that no, was pretty, pretty basic clothing, um, you know, but just not, just uh, white shirt. I think beige shorts. Nothing, nothing spectacular. <laughs> and and so you played with. So you 
Your dad left you a fantastic set of great big Bertha Callaway irons. Yep. Or he left them. Yep. He didn't leave them for you as such, but he yep. left them. Did you Did you think I, I'm gonna play with? I mean, I, I played with a mix and match of my clubs and his. And did you the Odyssey two ball putter, the old classic, which I which was his. Yeah. Um, and putted pretty well actually. Yeah. So. And did you get any like? I'm not saying, like, did you get any divine intervention? Any like, like, was no, there a sort of spiritual? That was a couple of long putts and, <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. But yeah, no, no, actually, you know, dad wasn't the greatest of golfers either. So I got that. Yeah. Uh, but he loved it. Like, he he, he did. He loved the club, didn't he? Like, he, he loved the club. Yeah, I do. I mean, it's a big part of golf, which I'm sure you've covered. It's just that, you know, community and, and you know, people getting together and, something you're doing regularly that everyone enjoys. So I, I miss that. And uh, yeah, they've got a, you know, like every golf course, I'm sure they've got, you know, groups within groups that, yeah. that do that. Okay. So you went down, you left on a 14 handicap. Did you come back on a 14 no, handicap? No, I came back on a, I've plenty of, played enough corporate golf over the years and th- bits and pieces over Christmas to keep a handicap, but it's kind of a very generous 24. Sheesh. And I had, uh, yeah, it was, I needed 24. Every, I needed every one of them plus, plus one. So, okay. So how did you go? I had 30, 35, uh, which was okay, but um, I was looking really good there for a while. I think I had a couple of pars and a few of those, I think it was like four or five, maybe even six up and six ahead of your handicap. Six over twos. So, I think at one point, then I had a two or three wipes. Hang, hang on. At which point? Where were you? Oh, I knew you were going to ask that. I was hoping to talk talk fast. <laughs> it was about seventh, eighth hole. I think I was doing doing right. really well, okay. and then kind of had a mini mini collapse. Okay, so just just because we had a psychologist a couple of weeks ago, it's, it, no, no, Tracy Tressett is not a psychologist, but she's a brain coach, and yep. a sports coach. Yep. And there's this thing about getting ahead of yourself. Is that what happened? Did you just? I think you couldn't define it any better than getting ahead of you. I started to think I'm going to have 40 odd points here. What a great return! <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, golf's it's cruel. Yeah, and and so how long did the disaster last before you were able to uh, kind the of ship? three or four holes? I think I think I had three wipes in a row, and then I managed to get a two pointer and stabilise things and stop the hemorrhaging and kind of got back on track a little bit. But uh, I think um, like I did before, I stop playing the, the more confident I get the harder I swing and the worse things go right and so this is before Freedom Day so we're part in New South Wales anyway we're past Freedom Day Perth's never Perth's always had Freedom Day yep um, but certainly in New South Wales so did you did you miss that sort of the drink afterwards or the coffee or whatever it is like what you would do after a game yeah I, I did actually because the the group um, have little bets between each other so they always stay back and and have a drink um and when someone's birthday they might sit back and have more than one drink yeah uh so yeah i did miss that um but you know you'll you'll come again just happy to be playing how many in the insomniacs uh there's there's some that come and go in a mix there's probably probably 16 16 odd yeah. a really eclectic mix of you know left and the right and all the thing yeah um, even have one that's not that keen on getting vaxxed. so it's right. it's a real mix of society, which is what I what I enjoy about it so much. So that'll be interesting for him in a private club. It's quite hard to actually get a game, I think, if you're yeah, in think, a four anyway. Maybe I, you can in a two. Uh, yeah, I think it's pretty tough at the moment. I, I I'm not sure though, um, he's down for next week, so it's yeah, it's 
it's proving controversial let's put it that way and what gambling do you do or did you do and will you do again soon enough the gambling and the golf it's yeah. it's not much it's and I don't know if it's changed but it's all, it's 20 cents a back nine, forty cents a back but oh, is it yeah it's not much it hasn't changed actually my grandfather played before my my father and uh yeah, that hasn't changed since those days what the bet is. Um, but I know it's double the back nine, so that was always the have a good back nine. You didn't have to spend too much money. Right. But um, I think they're happy to have me back. There's a couple of guys there. One's an old lifeguard, and I, I, I dead set reckon I subsidised his fees for five years with the, how, how much I lost right. every week. Okay. So. All right, so then what about, so your grandfather, your father, you, what about your son? Do you, do, it, he hasn't. He hasn't kind of... Um, he hasn't kind of got the bug yesterday, but I did see him swinging the club in the backyard last night and asking a few questions. So yeah. there's hope for him yet. And have you shown him the great big berthers and gone? I've gone, mate. There's a few spare you know, clubs there, you know. You know so your, your I'll, grandfather, I will definitely, I will definitely. Well, I know he sees me come home sometimes, and he probably thinks, "Why would I want to do that to myself?" But he, um, yeah, you, you never know. He, I wasn't. He's just kind of into his surfing and bike riding and everything else teenagers do at the moment. But yeah. Yeah, I'll try and drag him down for a couple of practice hits and see how he goes. Okay, and the girls? So Simon's um, got two daughters as well? I do. Um, yeah, my eldest is 20, um, similar, same age as your your eldest daughter. And uh, look, she's keen on it, but I, but yeah, never a couple. We've had a couple of little practice rounds, but nothing nothing serious. Right. And my, my other daughter, there's just no interest at all. There's no chance. No chance. It's not happening. I think, no. I've, I think I've got the same daughter. Yep. Right. So what? It, let me just, just to finish, what's your, what's your goal then? So obviously 24 is absurd if you can be six ahead after seven holes. So what's your handicap goal? Um, I haven't for, set. I haven't set my myself one to be honest. Uh, but I'd love to get back, back um, kind of where I was, kind of to start with that around that 15, 16, and lower if I can. And and what's the what goes through your mind when you're about to hit? Like, what are you thinking? What's the what, what's the tip that you can give others that has worked for you? Don't think, holy shit, this could go any, <laughs> anywhere, because that's what I was thinking a fair bit on the weekend. Yeah. Um. Oh, uh, look, I think yeah. For me, it's all just slow it down and rhythm. I think are the things that I should be telling myself and doing because I. You know, as I said, once I generally do that to start and speed up and get quicker and quicker as it goes along and try and hit it harder and that never works out. Right. So you start nice and cool and then yep. you get agitated? No, pretty, I was pretty good on the weekend. I, there was a time in the past where I probably was, but I've gone in with a new attitude just to be happy to be out there and enjoying it. Right. Do you talk to yourself in the third person? Sure do. Simon! Sure do. Simon! <laughs> yeah, all that of... Uh, um, yep. All right. So in your time in the in the game of golf, I just just want to stress, you know, Simon's an amateur golfer. He's done some great things and played, you know, a professional rugby. What what's your best golfing moment to this point? Wow. Um, oh, there's a there's a kind of a Christmas Cup. I think it's the Ferrier Cup or something. Oh, and it, oh no, the Easter Cup. I won the Easter Cup down at Manly one one year, which was actually got my name on the board, which I was pretty wow. pretty chuffed about. And uh, you know what? The last couple of holes there, I was felt like I had the world on my shoulders playing at Augusta or somewhere. But it, um, yeah, I think I had forty odd points over Christmas time, and that was probably the probably the highlight. So you're a board you're a board player as well. You know, like well, yeah, I'm, I know it seems. It seems wrong with my ability, but I'm on the board and, 
you know, it was C grade. It wasn't that exciting, but for me, it was hey. pretty good. Hey. And I think that's from playing and, and from a highlight point of view, going to Augusta a few years ago um, with Dad and Phil Baird and a group was, was just something if anyone gets a chance to do, please take the chance. It's uh, unbelievable. Yeah, and I, I should tell you that I used your father's um, green jacket, which is a rain jacket, yesterday. Well, well That was beautiful. Yeah, good. Good so to I hit a mud ball and it got dirty on the first hole and I went, this is great. <laughs> Good to hear. It's ready to go. I'm glad it's getting used. Yeah. All right, Simon. Well, this, thanks very much. Welcome back to golf. Great to have you. And uh, and look, if you're sitting there and you're trying to work out, do I go back? Do I play again? Take a leaf out of Simon's book. Just get into it. Just play. Thanks, Simon. Thanks, Andrew. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.